Welcome to Love Punch, challenging entrepreneurs, artists, and thought leaders to make a lasting impact. I'm your host, Ruby Fremont, and I'm here as a catalyst for you, the new generation of thought leaders. I'm a kick-ass life coach, a bullshit detector, and courageous communicator. I'll show you how to take bold action and create massive impact through a powerful process that I call CPR. Courage, persistence, and resilience to go after what you really fucking want. It's time to unapologetically do what you're here to do and do it your way. So get ready and let's make shit happen. Hello, everyone. It's conversation day. And what do I mean by conversation day? Well, while other podcasters call these things interviews, I prefer saying conversations because that's what this is. It's a raw conversation between two leaders about shit that really fucking matters. Today's conversation is with a bold and vivacious soul, someone who inspires me with her seemingly infinite amount of confidence and fearlessness, and her name is Kathleen Meredith. Kathleen and I first connected on Facebook about a year and a half ago, and we've become true supporters of each other's missions. She never ceases to amaze me with her raw and unfiltered online presence and how she uses that to create a positive impact. Kathleen is a playwright, a novelist, a blogstress, and creative innovation designer at the Dream Center Harlem. She's also the creator and leader of Fat Girls Dance. Maybe you've heard of them. This is a femme-led online movement and social experiment towards body positivity and self-love. And this movement went viral in 2017 and was featured by Dove Real Beauty Productions and Shonda Rhimes, yes, the Shonda Rhimes, through a three-minute film on the project. Now, that's how you create a movement. Kathleen is a true changemaker, and I am so fucking excited to have this fearless queen on the show today to talk about fearlessness and why it's required in order to be a true thought leader. So without further ado, hello, Kathleen. Hello, Ruby. How's it going? It's going great. I'm super stoked to have you here and to dive into this, you know, relatively important conversation today. Incredibly important conversation. I'm so glad you're creating a platform for us to talk about that because I do not think people discuss um, how fearlessness encourages a necessity every single day. Yes, yes. It's so needed. And I think that you know, what's happening online and with other coaches and people in the media is they're, they're talking about fear in a way that almost induces more fear. And I would love for this discussion to help people demystify what fear really is and what it truly means to be fearless. So I'd love to kick things off by asking you just this one question. Mm -hmm. What does fearlessness mean to you? Um, I think fearlessness is the catalyst for all things, both um, enormous and small. But the I, I believe the small things, you know, the, the very little steps that you take lead to the big things, yeah? So it's like if you are trying to, you know, start your own business, you know, and you know that you need to get up 
a little earlier every day so that you can get to work early and leave early and then, you know, get two hours to yourself, you know, before the kids start bothering you so that you can work on your business. That is like a little act of fearlessness, you know, just that little today, I'm going to wake up early so that I can get all my shit done. And then I can spend two hours on me. It seems small, but that two hours that you just invested in yourself, that little act of fearlessness, like, fuck it, I'm exhausted and it's cold, but I'm getting up because I promised myself I would, and I promised my dreams I would, that's fearlessness. So fearlessness is the catalyst to all things. It's the catalyst to downloading that dating app and maybe meeting the love of your life. It's that catalyst to um, getting up and, and going to the gym, even though you haven't been back in years, it's that catalyst to you know, talking to your kid, like about, is she having sex or not? All, everything you need to do both big and small requires fearlessness. And so I feel like it's something you need to have just the way you need air to breathe and you need food to eat. You need a dose of fearlessness. And I do think it's a difficult thing to attain because everything in us, both socialized socially, environmentally, and biologically um, is set up against fearlessness. You know, we have what, you know, everyone talks about that old dinosaur brain that mm -hmm. wants to keep you safe. And so um, you're fighting against your biology that wants to keep you safe because as soon as you say, I'm going to fucking change everything, your body's like, er, put the brakes on that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> not doing mm -hmm. any of that shit. We're shutting that down. We're not even having that conversation. And so um, I think it's incredibly important that you realize the things that you need to do to start inserting, you know, um, fearlessness in your brain, even over your instincts. So it is hard and it's hard to get into your regiment. Um, I can attest to that. It's fucking hard to be fearless. Mm -hmm. And you have to remind yourself every day that you haven't been fearless today or, you know, were you making that decision out of fear? You know, you have to remind yourself it has to be a consistent conversation. I have fearless tattooed on my arm and I still forget mm. <laughs> to be I love fearless. That. So uh, yeah, it's, it, it's, it is an evolution in, in humanity to be fearless. So you need to realize that it's going to take time. It's going to take some evolution, but you can trick your body, trick your mind to start doing those things. Mm, I love that. And we're going to dive deeper into the, you know, the how, how to embody fearlessness mm -hmm. in a bit. But I love that you brought up so many different examples, you know, starting a business as a, as a mom, because I'm sure some of our listeners are in that space right now, whether it's like people rising up and putting themselves up on dating apps, whatever it is. Yes, like all of these situations do require fearlessness. And I love the way in which you've just defined it, right? Because you've defined it almost like per, a serious dose of persistence and resilience, mm -hmm. you know, versus like, oh, let me just push through my fears. Like it's actually that that sense of like going at it day in and day out mm -hmm. and going after what it is that you want, almost, like unapologetically. Yeah. Right? Right. Right. It is, it is definitely, it's unapologetically, it's, it's relentless. It's, it's relentless. And the very next, so you have this great day where you get up and you did all the shit you were supposed to do. You got your laundry done. You know, you did this, you meditated, like you rocked your fucking morning and the next day epic fail. And mm -hmm. th th there's, there's no real, my coach always says it's not really a fail, you know, because you haven't given up. 
you know, and if you're treating everything with love, then there is no failure. That's a whole different conversation about love. But mm -hmm. I think love and fearlessness go hand in hand, right? You know, if you go ahead and make a decision that you're going to go at something, the only way you fail is if you decide I'm not going to try again. Um, and if you keep trying, then you're not going to fail, even if it's incremental. I mean, I'm a fucking perfectionist. And anytime mm -hmm. I fail at anything, I, I, so being transparent up here, I have a compulsive overeating disorder. I've had it my entire life and I'm working with like a coach and other people and um, my spiritual leaders and stuff to work on it. And it's a kind of consistent thing. But if I binge even a little bit, because I'm such a perfectionist, I've completely in my brain decided, well, you suck. You fucking suck. Fucking failure. What the mm -hmm. fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you just have that in your brain. Um, and I have had to learn as a perfectionist and a control freak that um, failure is a choice Failure is a decision that you're not going to do it again. If you slip back a little bit, you're still progressing up the mountain. So I feel like um, I, fe I feel like fearlessness is an exercise in getting to know yourself. Um, and me embodying a fearless life, uh, <laughs> you kind of discover what you're made of. You discover what you're not made of, and you learn some really mm -hmm. fucking uh, interesting life lessons. Um, it's incredibly important uh, that I think we realize fearlessness isn't going to happen tomorrow and even if it does happen tomorrow it might not happen the day after that or the week after that and we have mm -hmm. to keep rising um to the levels that our fearlessness requires yeah yeah it's a journey right and I just oh. want to say thank you for sharing that story with us and that piece of you you know this is one of the things that me and Kathleen really vibe on is that we're both transparent as fuck we're both <laughs> unapologetic about who we are so we have you know no fear in sharing stories like that. So Kathleen, just in you sharing that story with the overeating, I know that's going to help people who are listening. Um, and I love that you shared that in a way that shows that it is a journey, right? And fearlessness really is a journey. It's like anything, you know, this bounce back factor that we need to embody in order to like rise up into our true purpose or as leaders, oh. It's a journey. It's not something that happens overnight. And I think people get really frustrated oh, when it doesn't, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm one of them. You know, I'm mm -hmm. one of them. And it's, it's, it's such, I think... So, you know, our, our whole lives are like imprinted between like the year, years of zero and seven, right? And then we spend the rest of our lives like trying to figure that shit out. So I mm -hmm. feel as if in the microwave society where we can get answers, you know, like I fucking love Google. I have a question I can Google right now and I get it. You know, everything you ever want is right at your fingertips. So when it comes to personal growth, it takes a little bit more time, you know, months, years, whatever, you know, when it comes to that most people don't have the tolerance for it. You know, most people are like, oh, either there's an acceptance that your life is going to be shit forever. And if you don't accept that, then you're just like, this isn't working. I'm a failure. I'm a deadbeat because there's this expectation that you are going to become a different person overnight when it took you 30 years to become the person you are right now. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I, I feel as if, yeah, there's, there's absolutely <laughs> that bounce back factor, you know, um, you could have a complete and utter breakdown, you know, and maybe it takes you a day to get your shit together. But the next time, you know, the next time, maybe your bounce back's a little faster and maybe it's a little stronger and stuff like that. And so it's like, it's really just about, like you said, progression and the expectation that this shit is going to happen. 
two things. The expectation that this shit is going <laughs> to happen overnight is stupid. And also the expectation that you are going to feel like evolving every day is also bullshit. You're not mm-hmm. going to feel like evolving every day. You know, it's going to happen slowly. It's going to happen piece by piece. But for the most part, you're not going to feel like it. And if you're waiting to feel like it, you're wasting your time. You need to just go ahead and just accept that it's going to fucking suck and jump in. Um, what's his name? Oh God. Mark Manson. Um, uh, int- fantastic blogger, writer, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the best blogs that he ever wrote that I loved that I keep on my desk is um, how much pain are you willing to sustain? And it's not a matter mm-hmm. of life just being painful. It's just that stop asking yourself what you really want because we all want the same shit. It's ubiquitous. We all want, you know, a loving relationship. We all want financial stability. You know, we all want, you know, passion for the job that we have. You know, we all want those things, but it's like, what are you willing to do to get that shit? If you want a loving yes. relationship, are you willing to date a whole bunch of guys who suck? Are you willing to like sit there and wait for the phone to ring and it doesn't? Are you willing to, to, you know, get your heart broken or think he's the one that turns out he's not or really go through something that like the shit you go through when you actually marry somebody? Are you really actually mm-hmm. ready to go through that? Or are you just saying that you want and you're not willing to do it? Subsequently, if you want a career, are you really willing to be broke for years? Because that sometimes happens when you start a business. Are you mm-hmm. ready to quit your job? Are you ready for people to tell you that this isn't good enough? Are you ready for banks to turn you down? Are you re- ready to lose everything? You could lose everything on a business and have to start over. Like, are you really legit ready to do that? Um, and that's the pain we're talking about. It's not like your life is painful because as you're going through that process, you're becoming this amazing person. But fearlessness is a process and building fearlessness inside you is a painful sometimes process and acceptance of that I think would kind of make you determine whether or not you really want to do this or not you know um yes and yes a hundred times yes I mean, <laughs> it's, it's like that's going to make the decision for you if you if you really can sit here and take all the shit that it's going to do then you wanted it and you earned it mm-hmm. you know it's crazy it, I love that you mentioned the entrepreneurial route because you know, I a year ago, I used to be part of so many entrepreneurial Facebook groups. So mm. many. Like, I think I was uh, like 20 plus. And wow. going into those groups, you know, my, my intention of going into those groups was really just to learn, to connect with other entrepreneurs, et cetera. Mm. But what I was bombarded with instead was all these would-be wannabe entrepreneurs, mm. you know, would-be wannabe leaders. Mm. So it's the people who... And and I call this, you either want it or you want to want it. Mm. And this is a whole other podcast episode on its own. But yeah, there yeah, are so yeah. many people out there who are like, I want to be a leader. But in fact, they want to want to be that. You know, they see other people in the spotlight making an impact, creating positive impact on in the lives of others. They see their YouTube channels and their Instagram channels and they're like, I, I want to be that, yeah. but they're not willing to put in the hours, the sweat, the tears, the blood, the investment yeah. to become that, you yeah. know, to become that. And, uh, you know, it's so cool that you're using fearlessness in this aspect because it, it just resonates so deeply for me personally, 
yes, to do all of these things, to rake up a ton of money to pay for that coach and money you don't have, you know, just so that you can become a better person to invest your time and energy into building your website and building your business and building your following and building your clientele. Like that is a lot of time and effort. And that does require fearlessness. (laughs) Like it really does. It really, really does. Yeah. And, and so why do you like, okay, so let me start with this because this podcast is all about thought leadership. In your opinion, what's the difference between just a leader and a true thought leader? Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. A leader and a true thought leader. Um, hmm. <laughs> so um, I, 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 feel, I feel as if leadership um, is something that everyone should try to do leadership development, you know, is, mm-hmm. um, a core part of what I do in almost every job I've ever had, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, training leaders, because I feel like being a leader is, um, is, is, is something that you should be doing on your job in your family. And, you know, it should be something that you should cultivate, you know, maybe you're not going to be Oprah one day, but you might, you know, um, have a really good idea at, you know, the, I don't let's say my job at, at the graphic design firm that you work at, you know, mm-hmm. so you work at this graphic design firm and you might have a really dope idea and that idea could change shit. You need a dose of fearlessness and a dose of leadership to kind of raise your hand and get past all the bullshit in your head. It's like, that's a bad idea. Don't say that. No one said anything mm-hmm. like that. You're crazy to get past all those fuck you fairies. You have mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, develop leadership in you um, and all those things in you. That's why I said fearlessness is kind of like, food, air, water, everyone needs it from tiny shit to big shit, right? So leadership development is something that should just be in your soul. A mm. true thought leader is fearlessness on acid. It's, mm. um, it's tirelessness on acid. Um, and I can give that example because I felt like I was a leader before I started Fat Girls Dance. <laughs> and I felt mm-hmm. like I became a thought leader afterward without even yes. really knowing what the fuck that word meant. Um, and I think that was because of what Fat Girls Dance put me through. Um, yes. And I was basically, I started Fat Girls Dance kind of like a, um, I just wanted to write my book. I wanted to write a book because I was bored with my first book and I wanted to start something else. And so I was looking for research to do. And long story short, I just wanted to research plus size dancers, but couldn't find anything to research. And Mm -hmm. so then I was like, oh, what if I just researched myself? What if I did it to myself? And and this is why I know uh, being fearful is real. As soon as I had that idea, something in my brain was like, nope, we're not doing that shit. Mm-hmm. That's hard as fuck. There's no way we're doing that. And it mm-hmm. comes up immediately. Uh, Mel Robbins talks about the five second rule. It really does happen in five seconds. Yep. As immediately. As, immediately. As soon as you're like, nah, man, I'm not doing that shit. And then it's like just very quickly. And um, it was my friends actually in family. I pitched the idea to them. They're like, that's fucking brilliant. You should totally do that. And I'm like, eh, it seems like a lot of work. And they're like, yeah and do it um so i i feel as if 
putting myself, I thought I knew what it was. There's a video of myself before Faculty had started. And I was like, oh, you innocent little babe. You're so stupid. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put myself through a year of dance, one dance every week for a year, which physically um, taxed me. But also I was doing, I had a regular job and I was doing Fat Girls Dance between 40, it took about an extra 40 hours a week, plus the 40 mm -hmm. hours a week for my additional job social media posting connecting with other people mm -hmm. and then the response was so crazy and i felt like i had to keep responding to people like an insane way and it was a huge 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 endeavor but after fat girls dance was over after breakdowns and crying and when i say blood sweat and tears i mean mm -hmm. literal i actually bled i actually sweat more than i've ever mm -hmm. sweat in my life and i actually mm -hmm. cried more than i've cried yeah. in my entire life it fucking killed me but after that, and that's the thing about putting yourself through fearless situations, you feel like a fucking superhero, you know, mm -hmm. after you have hurt yourself <laughs> to the point of who the fuck am I almost making yourself unrecognizable. You are, you don't recognize yourself. You are unrecognizable because you are stronger, faster, smarter, and more dope than you ever thought you could be. And you are your mm -hmm. own superhero. And I think that is a fucking thought leader. The difference yes. between a leader and a thought leader is someone who you could point out and say, oh shit, that person is dope. And it, it, it comes off them. You know, they've been through some shit, right? Like you can kind of be like, oh man, you, you, you've seen some things, you know, you've been through some yeah. things and I don't know what those things are, but usually it's exhaustion, it's starvation. It's, it's all of these things that kind of made you rise so that when you can speak about what you've been through, you speak about it with authority and, and passion and mm -hmm. authenticity. I think that's another yes. really big thing with thought leadership. It's, it's, if there's no authenticity, um, the world can smell that on you. They Definitely. really can. Especially um, in a world of, of social media where everything is seen yes. and everything is diarized for the world to see, Absolutely. you know, and, and this experience that you went through with Fat Girls Dance, I mean, that was going through it. That was being it. And that's one of the things that I also agree, like enough people aren't being and doing, they're just yapping, right? They're just mm -hmm. yapping about being this certain type of way, but they're not yeah. being and doing and embodying this fearlessness to rise up to become the true thought leader that they're here to be. They're, they're failing to do that piece. And that piece is the missing piece that is going to get you to, from where you are to where you want to be in, in terms of the impact that you want to create on this yes. planet. Yeah, yeah. And then that's that's another really good point, Ruby. Um, what the fuck is your impact? What is your impact? What are you actually going for? You know, I haven't been in the, I mean, I've been plus size my whole life, but I haven't been in this whole body positivity movement, not very mm -hmm. long. You know, I'm pretty new to the game. Um, but what I find fascinating, the more people I meet from all over the world and body positivity people and, you know, 250,000 followers and like all of these crazy amounts of followers, and you look on their IG or you meet them and mm -hmm. they have nothing to say, mm -hmm. no, nothing to say. They've built this huge following, but what is your actual impact? And I find with the body positivity community, um, I feel like plus size women have um, tried so hard to be pretty, to be mm -hmm. that pretty 
prom girl, the, the pretty prom queen, you know, they were the fat girl by the punch bowl. And now they've become the pretty prom queen because everyone makes plus size clothing and being curvy is in and you're gorgeous. And someone puts a mic to your face because you have 250,000 followers. And <laughs> all you can say is, oh, I'm pretty. And it's really just, it's sad, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's sad that you come so far and the most important thing in your life still is just being pretty. And it's like, okay, fuck it. I'm pretty, you're pretty, we're all pretty. Now what? Mm -hmm. You know, how are we actually going to change the world? You know, it's like, does anyone care about eradicating sex trafficking? Um, does anyone care mm -hmm. about education? Does anyone care about, you know, um, endangered species? With the power, you know, that we have to watch beauty regimens on YouTube, <laughs> do, yes, do, we yes. have, do we have, could we have the power to actually change the fucking world? You know, it's like, I have this thing where I'm like, put the eyelash curler down, put on some sweatpants and let's go fucking change some shit. You know, mm -hmm. I love that I'm pretty. I personally believe that I'm fucking gorgeous, but mm -hmm. I figured that out early enough to realize that it so wasn't fucking important. It's mm -hmm. not important. It's not the only thing in the world. And if you've never had it before, you have no way of knowing that. You know, you have no yes. way of knowing that it's not important. But it, once you figure it out, it's just not that valuable. There's so much more to do. And I feel as if knowing your impact, knowing what the fuck you're trying to say, and does that have value? You know, know what the mm -hmm. fuck you're trying to say and does that have value? I feel like there's a lot of people out there just saying shit just doing mm -hmm. shit i mean i'm in the body positivity world you're in the in this in the self-help coaching world and i i guess you're running into the same thing where there's all of these people out there allegedly being coaches but where, where's the authenticity where's the fearlessness do you get real and are you actually trying to help people are you just trying to make it rain which that's well, fine you know like that and that's the thing and, and i love that you said make it rain by the way because <laughs> i immediately got the image of me like when i was 21 on a dance floor making it rain but <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, that happened. Yes, that happened. <laughs> But really, yes, and I see that in the self-help world and in coaching and in, you know, fellow leaders or would-be leaders, you know, the fearlessness isn't there. In fact, what they're doing is they're giving into their fears by not showing up authentically, by not speaking their true opinions, by not speaking their voice, by not speaking their truth for fear of judgment or fear of being rejected or fear of yeah. losing followers. And that is mm. not being fearless, right? That is not fearlessness. That is giving into your fears. And for those of you listening, I ask you this, are you one of those people? Are you one of those people who is actually just giving into your fears and it's just all talk? Or mm. do you truly believe that you are embodying fearlessness with what you're doing in your everyday life, in your professional life, because this is the difference between who you are today and who you can become Absolutely. and the potential that you can reach. You know, it's so, so important. So, so important. I would love to know, and I know our listeners are probably really wanting to know this. 
what do thought leaders really need to do in order to embody fearlessness? You know, maybe we have some listeners that are like, oh, hey, you know, like I really want more of this. I really want to embody fearlessness. I want to bring fearlessness into my life, both personally and professionally. Mm-hmm. What do they need to do to embody that? Okay. Um, I would, my, my first thing, um, and, and I've been saying this for a while, start with just a random act of fearlessness. I think fearlessness needs to be a habit, just like whatever habit you have. If every Tuesday you go and play trivia with your friends, that's a habit. It's something that you created. It feels weird when you don't do it. Um, Create a habit of fearlessness. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Well, before, let me say that, before you create that habit, you just got to try it. You got to try it once. If you've never done anything fearless in your fucking life, then it's going to be hard, but you have to try something. You have to, my best friend moved to New York, without a job, without, and I mean, everyone moves to New York like that, without a job, without any prospects. But this girl does not, this girl does not do shit like that. She doesn't move places without a job. She doesn't have excellent credit score. One of those real adulting bitches. Um, <laughs> she didn't do that, but she was so, she was being stifled by all of the adulting and all of the goodness of, Mm -hmm. you know, having that great credit score, never doing anything fearless in her entire fucking life. And she moved here and this bitch's entire life changed. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. I can't even get into how different she is from when she first moved here two years ago, but she started with one little random act of fearlessness. I'm putting all my shit in storage and I'm fucking moving to New York and I'll see what the fuck happens. I'll see if I get a job. I'll see what happens. And everything's Mm -hmm. different for her now. Start with something small or something big, download the dating app, do something fearlessness and see how that feels in your psyche. Cause your body's going to like it. Your body's mm-hmm. going to like it. And it's, it's going to, it's going to start being addictive. And so you're going to start doing more and more fearless things and that'll grow exponentially. And then the thing I would say after that is um, make a plan, um, make a plan, a fearless plan. You know, what do you really want? And right after that, right. What are you willing to do to get it? Mm-hmm. You know, be, be fucking honest, write a plan, what do you want and what do you really um, want to do to get it? And then um, my second, uh, my, my last thing is something that I did when I was in a rut. Um, I got help. Um, mm. You know, I changing your entire life and uh, being completely fearless, you can't do it on your own. You know, um, you can't do it on your own because like I said, everything in you emotionally biologically and mentally is telling you to stop. There's literally chemicals in your body that are fucking stopping you. It's going to be hard. It's like getting off fucking drugs, being fearful is a drug mm-hmm. and getting off it. You need help. So um, get a coach, you know, um, get some friends around you, you know, like and invest in, in what you need to change. Um, I, uh, I have a coach who I fucking love and she's amazing. I was having um, a lot of trouble with um, when I, I took um, like a month off work mm-hmm. and I was coming back to work because um, I took a month off work to work on my book. And then I, I came back to work and just started back to work in November. And um, I couldn't get into it. Not only could I not get into work, but I couldn't get all the things that have happened since Fat Girls Dance happened. I've had uh, speaking engagements. I've had, you know, consultation asks. I'm starting a podcast and starting a clothing line. There are all these things that I need to do and it's requiring a lot of me. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get past the hump of, I really don't feel like it. Like I, like I could not get past it and it was fucking with me. And, um, my, uh, coach was like, you need to read this book. And she gave me the five second rule by Mel Robbins Mm. and started explaining to me 
why I was doing the things that I was doing because I had this big talk with myself about how everything's going to change. And my entire brain was like, no, we're not doing any of that shit. So um, get some help. You know, that book really helps me. My coach really helps me. My friends really help me. Don't go at it alone. Um, That's what I would say Mm -hmm. is my, my three, my three suggestions start with something big slash small, just a random act of fearlessness that you would never, ever fucking do. Do something. Slap a guy on the subway. I don't know. Just do something <laughs> fearless. And then after that, make a plan and be honest about what you're willing to sacrifice and do for that plan. And then get some fucking help. Do not expect that you're going to succeed by yourself and do not expect that you're going to do it overnight. I Those love would it. be my suggestions. Those are some amazing suggestions and they're totally implementable right now you know and and for those of you who are asking yourself oh but I don't know what to do what what piece of action should I take um if you do decide to do what Kathleen suggested and slap a man in the subway please tell them that Kathleen Meredith told you to do that um second (laughs) second I mean for those of you like say you're an entrepreneur you know you're listening you're an entrepreneur and you have yet to do a video You have yet to put yourself out on Facebook Live. Go and do that shit today, now, right after this. There's your act of fearlessness. If you have yet to post a blog post, go do that. If you have yet to like apply to speak on a stage, go find an event to apply to, to speak on their stage. These are acts of fearlessness. I've given you some examples. Kathleen's given you an amazing example. (laughs) I mean, but also with her story, you know, and, and, There are things that I'm sure if you think about what is something that I have been putting off because I've just been too scared to do, that is the thing you need to do, okay? So go out and do that. Take Kathleen's suggestions to heart, put them into action and integrate them so that you can start to cultivate that fearlessness within you which will then in turn help you rise into your role as a leader and a thought leader. So Kathleen, at the end of every episode, I love to offer my listeners a love punch. This is a bold and punchy mantra to kick their ass into gear. So I'm turning the tables onto you for today's episode. Kathleen, what is your love punch? My love punch for today is... Fearlessness is sexy as fuck. Um, I, I have it on a shirt. <laughs> um, and, and, and I feel like a lot of times we get hung up with uh, uh, how we look, how we speak, uh, what we're doing. And it's like, if you can't wear anything into that conference room, into that date, into that uh, whatever you need to do into that um, Facebook live, if you can't wear anything, wear fearlessness. You're going to look sexy as fuck. You know, you're going to look amazing. You're going to look courageous and you're going to get the little goosebumps and everybody's going to be like, God, you're fucking glowing. It's fearlessness. I put it on every day. Um, (laughs) Put that shit on every day. Fuck everything else. There are so many examples of people who were allegedly not pretty or allegedly not smart Mm -hmm. or allegedly not talented. I mean, the stories go on and on. Mm-hmm. People who have been on like hundreds of thousands of auditions and never got the part, but then they got one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's, there's so, it can go on and on. We can yes. take up an entire podcast doing that. The <laughs> idea is fuck everything else, put on some fearlessness and walk the fuck out that door. Go on that date, download that app, 
do that Facebook live, you know, talk to your boss about that raise, you know, talk to your boss about quitting your job, do whatever the fuck you need to do, but put on that fearlessness and watch how you glow. Yes. Fearlessness is sexy as fuck. Love it. Kathleen, thank you so much for joining me for an incredible conversation on fearlessness. Thank you so much for having me, Ruby. You're amazing. I feel like we could, like, this is one of those conversations that is to be continued. Um, I so- don't feel bad. I don't feel bad. I'm glad you said that. Okay. I feel like I'm like, well, we're done. All right. Yeah. So please tell our listeners how they can stalk you online. Okay, uh, you can stalk me, um, fatgirlsdance.com. Um, our Insta is um, Fat Girls Dance Movement. Um, uh, Twitter, Fat Girls Dance. Facebook, Fat Girls Dance. Um, email me at hey at fatgirlsdance.com. And uh, we have Fat Girls Dance squads all over the country now, um, including still um, here in our home in New York City. So if you want to dance with us, cool. If you want to send in footage of you dancing, we post it all the time. Um, we are bent on trashing body images through the universal language of dance. Mm, so Love it. And then if people yeah. want to see you guys dance, they can check you out at my upcoming event this year. Yay! Amplified Soul Live 2018 is going to be featuring Fat Girls Dance and the incredible, amazing Kathleen on stage with me. And she's going to be talking about confidence and leadership. And um, it's just going to be an amazing time. I can't wait for that. Um, So thank you, Kathleen. And to our listeners, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Love Punch, where I'm challenging thought leaders, artists, and entrepreneurs like you to make a lasting impact. If you dig this episode, share it with a friend and don't forget to hit subscribe. And if you're feeling a little extra sassy, I'd truly love to see a review on iTunes. For more information on Amplified Soul Live, head to my website, grab your tickets and get front row seats to see Fat Girls Dance Kathleen and I in action live. So join me back here next week with a new episode of Love Punch.